What's up, guys? So um, I wanted to address uh, two of the questions that I got asked, and they were all about kind of um, what we call this. We call this HR and staffing. Jan and Andrew asked, you know, Jan was asking essentially making careers for coaches. How do you go? What's the first step? And Andrew's asking about how do you take part-timers that really have no option to be full-time and professionalize them? So in the similar vein, so I'm going to address them both, you know, two birds, one stone kind of fucking whatever. Speaking of birds, these fucking seagulls are the most annoying fucking whatever. Um, so for Jan's question, how do you go? What's the first thing you do to professionalize someone or make them, you know, bringing on them full time? You've got to ask the big two questions. I call these discovery meetings. When you have someone you think you're going to be bringing on full time, number one, ask them what it is they want to do. What position do they want to hold? What title would they like to have? How many hours a week would they like to work? What jobs would they like to do and which jobs would they like to not have to do? Ask them that. Second, ask them how much they need to get paid. Very simple, right? What would give them job satisfaction? Where does their compensation need to be? Those are the only two things you could ever day trade on. Job satisfaction and compensation. Keep both of those high enough, you can retain people, bottom line. Now, here's a quick little anecdotal story. Gym owner uh, contacts me, I go on site, and, and prior to this, he is all jazzed up. He has created a full-time position for a coach. This coach is gonna be his new full-time GM. He has got her position, her salary, all the jobs and duties she's gonna do, her benefits. He has got her entire like weekly calendar, when she's gonna do at what time, all the systems and everything in place, right? He is fucking jazzed up about this. I get on site, I get to meet this coach, and me and her are talking, gym owner's off to the side somewhere. And I'm like, man, you seem, you know, you're pretty excited about your new position? She goes, huh? I'm like, yeah, you know, gym owner, let's call him John. You know, he's got that, full-time position mapped out for you as a general manager. How do you feel about that? She looks me dead in the fucking face and literally tells me, oh, I don't want to work here full-time. No way. Like, I, uh, I, I love my other full-time job. I just, I just like doing this. This is just fun. This motherfucker never even bothered to ask this chick if it's what she wanted, if she wanted a full-time position. Never bothered the fucking ass, just assumed. So, again, but the point of that story was, just know, like actually have these really kind of awkward conversations. And when you're like, eh, it's kind of awkward to talk about money. I know it'll be awkward for them. It's gonna be awkward for you. Fucking get over it. Be an adult and just have it. Cause you have to, you have to have that conversation. Either find time to make sure that the amount of money you're going to be able to pay them is going to be enough, or they're going to have to have the awkward conversation with you when they quit. Right? So, I mean, like pick one now, Going towards, uh, you know, Andrew's question, you know, how do I professionalize people that, you know, that can never be full-time? I mean, you can make them really good part-time professional coaches, like just make sure they're like educated and they represent your brand and your core values and your core focus like that. But how do you make someone full-time that can't ever go full-time? Well, I don't fucking know, Andrew. That sounds like that's never going to happen. Like, here's the thing. This is the hardest. The reason I picked these two questions is because it's the hardest fucking thing out of all of it. HR and staffing and, and finding good people is always the hardest thing. When you guys present to me, your biggest issue is like lead generation, finding new clients. I literally in my head, I just fucking like scream and I kick a fucking puppy like like in my head mentally. You like what lead generation? Like get the fuck out of here. That's the hard problem. No staff, keeping good employees, finding great employees. These are the fuck. That's the biggest. That's the hardest problem in my opinion. Not finding members. That shit's fucking easy. I'm looking around this beach right now. There's a ton of fat fuckers walking around this beach right now. They could all be potential members. But I don't really know if any of these guys or girls or whatever 
or seagulls, whatever the fuck, could be as good as Isaac is, right? I don't know if they would fit into my scheme. There is so much shit you have, like, that has to line up. That's why this thing is so hard. Like that discovery meeting I was just talking about, you need to make sure that what they want and what you can afford falls in line. And I don't know both of your businesses. I know dick about them, but I know this. I know there's an amount of money you can afford for somebody, right? Whether you know it or not. I mean, that's, I don't know, but there is an amount of money that's left over, ideally, if you're profitable. Um, and if you're not, then, you know, fuck it. Sorry, you're working 90 hours a week because you're not there yet. But there is an amount of money at some point in the business that is that can be used for payroll if you're not investing in fucking equipment and fucking advertising and, and shit you don't need when you have no replacements for yourself, in my opinion. But that amount of money, if the delta's too big, if you've only got 31000 to spend a year on an employee and they need seventy I'm sorry, they're not the right person. And I know you think they're the right person and they started off as a client and now they were a coach and they were an amazing coach and they would be perfect. Well, no, they wouldn't because they want 79000 and you can only afford thirty-one. The math doesn't check out. That's, that's just the bottom fucking line. Keep looking. And I know, like, I don't know, I, mean, I know there's some fairy tale stories, and I, and, I, and I know I've got it easy. I know I lucked out with Isaac. I truly fucking did. But guess what? I fucking, yeah, that shit happens, and it was early enough where back in the day, it, there wasn't as much competition for positions. But there are those of you guys that are not making time to make quality positions for people, you're going to fucking lose because other gyms are going to come up, do the math right so they can offer it to people and you're going to lose them. But this is this this is the plague of the small business owner. How do I ever afford quality people? Ideally, when you're balling on a budget, you start them off part-time position and you come up with a plan. Every three months, I'm going to add $500 a month to your salary. Every three months, how many members do I need to, in my head, sell to make an additional 500 bucks? And can I retain those people? I think you can. Do that every three months. So over the course of a year, you've added $2,000 a month to their salary, $24,000 a year. Like you can see where the math would work out on this. It's up to you to sit there and do the math. And for those of you, oh, this is gonna get me angry. Those of you guys who are going to give me the fucking bullshit, uh, uh, we don't just don't have any more money. We, how am I ever going to make enough money to do that? Like, get out of here. When someone tells me my business, I don't think, I don't, I've ran the numbers, Stu. I don't know how the business is ever going to make enough to pay someone $50,000 a year. I, then what the fuck were you thinking getting into this anyway? Number one, if you really think that to be true. Number two, you have not taken your fucking business by its skinny fucking ankles, shaken it upside down and gotten all the fucking coins and money out of it. You haven't. I tr trust. I guarantee you there are people paying under market rates. They're grandfathered into some bullshit. You haven't maximized other revenue streams. You don't have PT first going. You literally have not squeezed all the juice out of this lemon. And if you don't fucking believe me, give me a goddamn call. I will go through it with you and I will find the extra money that's being left under the cushions of this business of yours. But that's number one. There's always more money lying around. Maybe stop spending so much fucking equipment on 50 pound dumbbells for the CrossFit Open, fuckface. But there is more money available. And let's say, let's say by whatever reason you're fucking right, there is no extra money. Then yeah, then we need to go ahead and we need to reset expectations. We need to go ahead and look at where money's going. Like again, I don't know the intimate financials of your business, so it's really hard for me to make an educated statement on this. But bottom line, HR, staffing, finding quality people to replace you will always be the plague of all of our small businesses. It truly will. If Isaac gets hit by a bus today, I've got deuce. I've got a backup. If Deuce then gets, you know, bitten by a venomous snake and fucking dies, 
well, I'm fucked. I am, I'm big, big time fucked. Like, really fucked. So again, we're all vulnerable by the next in command underneath us. If they're gone, we're in trouble. The person or them is gone, we're in trouble. So I, I, this is why I picked your question. It's, it's a great one. It's one that we all fucking are going to have to deal with at one point or another. Um, but guys, number one, have discovery meetings. Find out what they want to do, how much they want to make, uh, and then do the math. Where's the delta? Right? If it's $10,000, $15,000, you can work with those numbers. Come up with a plan. Slow walk them into that position. Maybe at a certain milestone, they quit their full-time job and come work for you full-time when you hit a certain number. Because the one thing I know all you fuckers can do, you can day trade on giving them better job satisfaction than working at Merrill Lynch. You might not be able to meet the compensation, but at a certain point, people will be willing to sacrifice compensation for job satisfaction. Guys, I hope that fucking helps. Have a great day.